0: Greetings and welcome to In Tune with VHBC, a podcast about music and worship at Vestavia Hills Baptist Church. I'm Marty Watts, Minister of Music at VHBC. In this week's episode, we'll talk with Millie Errett and explore the hymn, Open My Eyes That I May See. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. Now, let's get In Tune Today's hymn is the first of the hymns that we've explored so far, where the text and tune were written by the same person. Open my eyes that I may see was written by Clara Scott. Clara Scott was born in 1841 in Illinois and died in a tragic buggy accident in 1897 in Iowa. So Clara Scott was a Midwesterner through and through. She taught music at the Ladies' Seminary in Lyons, Iowa. She was also the first woman to publish a collection of church anthems. Uh, That collection was entitled The Royal Anthem Book. The text in tune for Open My Eyes That I May See uh, were written near the end of her life in 1895. As we look at the text, it's easy to notice the structure that Clara Scott has given this hymn. The first stanza begins with Open My Eyes. The second stanza, Open My Ears. The third, Open My Mouth. The fourth, Open My Mind. She then goes on to develop prayers related to each of those parts of the body. In keeping with gospel hymnody idioms, this hymn ends with a refrain, but with a slight change. Each refrain includes the word that the stanza began with, so that there's a sense of connectedness within each stanza. The tune also falls within gospel hymn norms. Uh, There's a slower harmonic rhythm to this tune, meaning that the chords change less frequently. And the 6 8 meter also provides a gentle sway that I think connects really well with the imagery of the text as we think about different parts of the body. The listener who requested this hymn mentioned to me that. It was sung at a pivotal moment in his life and sense of calling, and I think this refrain is one that we can all pray, no matter the circumstance. Silently now I wait for thee. Ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes. Open my ears. Open my mouth. Open my mind. Illumine me, Spirit Divine. Today's podcast episode ends with the singing of Open My Eyes That I May See by the Congregation of Vestavia Hills Baptist Church. If you have a hymn to suggest, feel free to email me at marty at vhbc.com. I am really glad to have with me today, Millie Errett. I uh, have appreciated so much these conversations on the podcast, and I'm looking forward to getting to talk with you today.
1: Well, I, I've really enjoyed the podcast too, Marty. It's just been a a great uh, way to stay connected and even um, you know get to know some of the folks better, uh, even though we are we're not seeing each other face to face.
0: Well, it's, thank you for saying great. that, and I. I'm so glad that you and others have have enjoyed it. Well, uh, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're involved with at church uh, in in music or other things as well?
1: Okay, well, music uh, as the Handbell Choir, which I... uh... Not even really sure exactly which year I joined, but probably 94, 95. So I realized the other day, gee, does that mean like 25 years? Wow. <laughs> but we joined the church in late 93 or the fall of 93, and it was sometime, I think, probably in that next year or so. So, um, you know, have been playing that long with handbells.
0: Had you, had you rung handbells before?
1: Uh, I when we lived in South Florida in uh, the Fort Lauderdale area, Plantation, Florida, I um, was uh, joined the handbell choir there and um, had never even really Seen or heard handbells played, but something made me think I could <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. And, uh, But I do remember that very first time we played, uh, actually, literally, my knees were knocking when we got up to play. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was uh, probably three or four years. That was uh, like late 80s um, uh-huh. into early 90s when we lived uh, there in South Florida. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so, what else do you do? Or are you involved with at the church?
1: Well, I'm in the new wine Sunday school class, and I'm sort of the email, uh, get the word out, newsletters, and announcements, and prayer requests, and that, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, we've been meeting uh, via conference call since all this started. And um, so I send out the reminder: uh, Hey. Uh, we're doing that, and here are the instructions. Yeah, but each week, so um, I, I do that. Um, I'm on the, uh, the flower committee, and um, uh, sort of got into that when my late husband Don started growing dahlias. A lot of people will remember his his flowers and. Uh, love of those uh, those big showy flowers and uh, we uh, joined the committee and um, would do arrangements uh, kind of together and then after he passed away I joined in with Becky and Sharon as uh, this is a generous term as co-chair. <laughs> uh, uh you know for me because um you know I I had little knowledge but they both of them and are so encouraging and um and mentoring in the in arranging and that kind of thing so yeah did yeah. that but uh, still on the committee but um most folks know that uh, the three of us are not the chair anymore and uh Marsha Baker is and she's yeah. she's going to do a great job.
0: Yeah. Great. And you also oh go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was going to say uh I'm on the library committee um and uh got into that when we did the big project to um put all the um holdings online, the di- digitalize our catalog. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I uh, did that and um Still on that committee, although you know, right now there's no librarying to be done. Right, <laughs> but, right. <laughs> and uh, variations. I help with the newsletter, getting that out with that little group. Esther Evans uh, used to head us up, and she asked me to um, join a few years ago. And yeah. uh, a little group of ladies that would do that every two weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good. Um. So, obviously, uh, you've, you're involved in a lot of things and a lot of different things, which I think is uh, great. I um, ha- just appreciate you. It, I, you know, when when things were were operating normally at the church, I see you on tu- <laughs> Tuesdays for, right. for folding uh, the newsletter, folding or right. for handbells, and so um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's folks like you who. Uh,
1: keep things going well. So. Well, thank you, and I, I should I, I should not fail to mention that uh, I served on a very important search committee a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was the the only time I'd ever done that, and really enjoyed it. And um, I think our committee made an excellent choice. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that, that's very kind. I um, appreciated y'all's work so much, and you know uh, I was reflecting on that um kind of thinking about talking with you today and about how appreciative I was of the search committee's work uh you know it's a, a big decision to to pick up and leave a place that you've known so right. so long and to you know to bring a wife and young son right. and um you know we we felt so confident in because of your committee's work so well, uh, thank you.
1: Well, thank you. And and we certainly felt confident about our choice. <laughs> well,
0: thanks. <laughs> so, um tell us a little bit about what you did uh for work and and you're obviously as you've described you're still plenty busy. Uh so retirement <laughs> has not meant uh, well, yes, <laughs> lots of free time, uh, sort but of, uh,
1: uh, virtually busy right now. Yes, <laughs> well,
0: yes. Yep. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh well, um I uh after I graduated from University of Montevallo, I taught in elementary schools, started out in um, Columbus, Georgia, uh, with the Muskogee County School District, and then uh, taught a few years here in Birmingham for Birmingham City Schools, but then when Don and I married, um, uh, in nineteen seventy seven we went we started out our married life in singapore he was uh, he worked for uh, Citibank in their international division and so I was fortunate through those years of uh, when we were with the bank and we did live other cities um, after Singapore we were in New York and then uh, South Florida that I mentioned before St Louis a couple of years and then he decided to leave the bank, and we came to, uh, back to Alabama. Back to me, uh, it was home for me. Uh Don was actually born and raised in South Africa, and uh, his parents were Americans who were living there working. His dad worked for a, an American corporation, but uh, mm-hmm. he um, came, he lived there until he came to the states for college. But anyway, um, oh. He decided to leave the bank in nineteen ninety three, and we came back here, and weren't really sure what we were going to do. (laughs) But uh, he had gotten into computers, uh, personal computers had sort of uh, were starting to be a thing, and he had um, realized that he really liked that, and he was uh, had started UAB. Uh, to um, get a computer science degree, and I went to UAB to renew my teaching certificate, but um, an opportunity came up for a um, a business uh, computer education for children, and um, that's what we ended up doing, which combined his computer knowledge and my teaching, <laughs> and so uh, it's um, you know similar to like it's an enrichment uh, where. Uh, Parents sign up their children from daycares. We went to church daycares or uh, private uh, schools and that kind of thing and did computer classes. And he ran all the administrative and did the marketing and hiring of teachers and that kind of thing. And I worked on the curriculum and um, also did some of the teaching of our classes. And so we did that longer than we thought it would last (laughs) until... Um, starting in like 94 or 95, I guess, until 2015, we were starting to wind that down. It got to the point where the parents, the uh, parents of the children we were teaching had grown up with computers, so they weren't afraid to (laughs) let their children touch their computers and were teaching them themselves. But we went from our teachers lugging around huge desktop computers to locations and and monitors to um, laptops and tablets but uh, we did wind that down and that was just before Don became ill and so the timing on that was good and that that mm-hmm. you know that um, we kind of tied up that loose end and so yeah. after that yeah
0: well it- and you've used your uh computer and teaching skills at church too, with uh, some tutorials about the church uh, database app and all that. That was that's been uh, <laughs> right. you know, you know, like you said, there there are folks um, uh, younger than a certain age who are called digital natives who just have always always had devices or computers, and then there are folks who have have. Learned along the way, and um, so there's varying degrees of comfort with all right. that, and particularly the church database app. But it's it's such a useful thing, and I'm glad that you were able to to share about that with with folks. Because oh sure, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I I sp- always yeah enjoy that kind of thing. I'm I'm sort of self trained. I didn't have any formal training. I just sort of learn because I want to figure out a problem, <laughs> and sometimes I can, and sometimes I can't. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it.
0: Well, other than uh things going on at church when they're when they 're functioning normally uh, what 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 do you what do you find yourself doing with your uh, free time
1: uh, you know there's uh, there's so much of it lately
0: <laughs> well
2: yes <laughs> right
1: right i um I, I say it 's ironic that i 'm on the library committee because i don 't really read a whole lot, but I do enjoy um. I enjoy my Libby app and i um I check out audio books from the library. Oh, okay. Really enjoy um history and biography and um you know that kind of thing and, and uh, I think it reading about um sort of famous folks and founding fathers and that kind of thing, it mm-hmm. sort of gives me hope that um, you know, we've been in <laughs> we've been in dire straits before, but people are tough and courageous and yeah. Uh, can solve problems, so I do, now, do you, that. Are
0: you, are you still involved in the Dahlia world?
1: Uh, just, I'm in the Dahlia Society, so uh-huh. I um, I do that, and when when we are functioning uh, and have Dahlia shows, I'm a judge for that, and also our techie person <laughs> that I send out the emails and things like that to our yeah. members, yeah. and I grow a few, but nothing like the Hundreds that uh, my husband Don used to grow. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
2: and and
1: and I don't tend them at all. I just uh, some friends help me plant them, and I just uh, let them let them do their thing.
0: <laughs> well, it, it you know when the the churches hosted those um, festivals, it just uh, I I have never seen anything like that. Uh, it's just uh, right, just unbelievable. Well, that's the moro- the variety and the well, the beauty first of all, but and the, right. just the variety and all of that, just unbelievable. Yes,
1: that's kind of what got us hooked. Our first, our friends, the Whitfields, who are also in the church, were growing them, and they've been trying to get us <laughs> to to grow. And we went to one of the shows, and it was just uh, we were hooked. <laughs> you
0: know, yeah. after that, yeah. So, well, I um. I I have loved hearing each person's different response to this question, and so I'm continuing to ask at the end of each conversation, uh, what is bringing you life? The second half of John 10.10 10 says, I have come, uh, this is Jesus, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So, Millie, what's bringing you life?
1: Well, uh, I tell you, the, the highlight of my day has been the last few months and we started this before um, you know the the pandemic but um my um 4-year-old grandson in um Greenville South Carolina uh we ha- we do a nightly um video call and uh, my son Carl uh has always been the one who baths him and everything you know gets him ready for bed as she's finishing up you know cleaning up dinner so uh, they started calling me as he finishes his bath and then he gets out and um, gets dressed and um, has his bedtime books and uh, that's just so great to just be a part of that you know it's like not really like uh, as good as being there but it sure is great to just be and be involved with that every day and so I kinda of plan my plan my days around that. Right now it's about well they're an hour ahead of us, around six fifteen my time every night. And it's it's kind of funny. Uh, Carl will text me right before to say see if I'm ready for the call and he just is it's uh now it's just available question mark and <laughs> <laughs> I say yes and then I get the video call and and um, my grandson, Milo, has started saying, is she available? See if she's available. <laughs> and, and the times when I haven't been able to do it, on our next call, he'll say, well, why weren't you available? <laughs> so, so
2: That's
1: that, great. Yeah, that, is, that has really helped me. I've, I've been able to see them a couple of times during all this. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, still, that uh, everyday call is that, that keeps me going.
0: Well, that's a great, uh, a great tradition for your family to be able to, yes. to share that. I love that. Yeah. That's really great.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, well, thank you so much, Millie, for taking the time out today and to chat with me and um, share a little bit about what's going on in your life and uh, all that.
1: Well, I really appreciate it, Marty. Uh, I, I, I'm honored that you asked me. And uh, as you always say, I hope the tens of people who are listening <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> and, and I'm kind of hoping it's only for, for me no, not really but uh, I'm sure there's there are more than that and I really I, I mean I look forward to, to listening to it every week and um, I think you've done a, a great job it's really nice to have this to look forward to
0: yeah well thank you I appreciate that well we'll talk to you again soon
1: okay great thank All you right. Marty
0: Thanks. Uh-huh. Bye bye. As always, remember to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. Today's episode ends with Open My Eyes That I May See.